Welcome to the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. Such a big part of living well is eating well, eating smart, and ideally eating fun. Those are some of the principles that Tanya Ritko brings to the table as registered holistic nutritionist with Team Purica. And Tanya, we've talked about it before on the Triskelion, the Purica podcast, uh, about how important intention is. And just, you know, making a mm-hmm. commitment, knowing where you want to go, uh, knowing what you need to perform at the top of your game. All those things are, are pretty standard, uh, pretty well for everybody, whether they're high performance personality or just a, a weekend warrior or just somebody who, who, who wants to live healthier. Uh, How important is intention? I think your intention is, yeah, everything. And oftentimes uh, it's a lot easier to have intention to be on the healthier path when we're sort of mindful of our habits to begin with. Um, So we can recognize some spots that we're maybe defaulting and some of those unhealthy habits and be able to replace them with healthier habits. Uh, that's uh, because oftentimes we'll go on autopilot and we just get into these into these habits. So that's a good starting place. And, um, you know, one of the things that you suggest or if you're working with a nutrition, often they'll um, you know, would suggest or you can do on your own is is committing to you know, five to seven days of just tracking and journaling what you take in. And that's, uh, you know, all the food that you're taking in, water, uh, snacks, just being really honest with what you're what you're taking into your body and also how you're feeling, how you're sleeping at night. Uh, if you're feeling bloated after certain foods, if you're craving things. This just gets a really good snapshot of uh, to, to just see where you're at as, as a baseline to start making making changes. Uh, so, I mean, really, it's, it's a self-assessment of where you're at, right? It pro- probably pretty hard to figure out where we want to go without understanding where we're at right now. No, it's so true. And even when you're starting to do this exercise um, yourself, you, you, you know, sometimes it makes you mindful as you're doing it. And that's sort of part of that exercise is that as you're doing this and tracking the journaling, like and you start becoming mindful of, of, you know, maybe some of those things that you're defaulting on. So it's a great way of, um, you know, getting a good, good, uh, good grasp on, on where you're at. And now the integrated approach that I know you you stand for in in everything that you do uh, it applies here. This is not just you tracking like doing a journal uh, for you know uh, five to seven days in terms of what you're eating, but also how you're feeling, energy levels, sleep, mm-hmm. and, and 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 things related to that. Like I guess even tracking uh, when you might be getting headaches and 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 how you can sort of try and source where those headaches are coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking that you're drinking water maybe during the day and then you realize, wow, I, I haven't had that much water and here I have a headache, you know, or, or it may be related to some foods or, or just, or if it's just, you know, stress. Um, but just being able to have, uh, yeah, have that baseline to kind of find out what's going on to see kind of, and see how those things may correlate just gives a really a much better grasp on things when we, we know we're starting from that, that, uh, that baseline. Uh, you know, for me, hydration just stands out. Like if I was going to do a, a journal beginning uh, today, I'd probably note that, you know what, uh, three quarters of the way through the day, I haven't had nearly enough water. I mean, hydration is such an important part of, of, of helping your system absorb, isn't it? It's so true. And it's one of the s- simplest things that we could do, like if, if you're uh, benefiting wanting to get healthier just as a on a on a simple you know a uh, small step is actually starting out in the morning with a, a 
a, a glass of water with and squeezing some lemon um, to help with your digestion and just doing that every morning. If you were to start that as just a small step, uh, that's going to be the first thing that you, you know, the first when you wake up and do that, that over time, it's all not about uh, doing everything at once. It's all, all always um, or often a cumulative effect of making small changes and then small changes become big changes. Uh, if you went over my journal, uh, you'd, 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 mm-hmm. you'd, you'd probably note that, hey, on too many days, I had to use your word, I had to default. And I know that the big saying is, you know, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry, <laughs> you know, unless you're going mm-hmm. to Costco, you know, <laughs> unless you're going to some, some volume, you know, volume shop. Right. Uh, but it, it's probably also true uh, is, is not to drive by or get too close to a fast food restaurant uh, when you're hungry, because that's that's when uh, we do default. And I know that that's something that uh, I don't need five to seven days to know that I probably can do things that don't yeah. put myself in that situation. Again, it, it comes back to intention. Uh, and I'm sure that that's the same really for uh, a lot of people across the board. So, so true. Yeah, absolutely. When we're if we're if we're hungry, yeah, definitely agree with you. Don't don't go shopping when you're hungry, and uh, also times if we're stressed. You know, our decision making when we're feeling stressed is often you know, uh, which I mean, a lot of times that that's a day to day living, but um, those factors can often you know play a part in how we eat and and uh, you know be a huge factor, of course. Uh, it sounds like being mindful on a daily basis is a real key, but. Stress makes that hard to do. How can stress play a factor in our health and, and in particular, our, our, our eating habits, Tanya? When we're, you know, oftentimes when we're stressed, uh, it seems like it, you know, it's two, two things. It's either when we're stressed, we sometimes forget to eat. And short term, it can shut down that appetite. But if it persists, which in often, you know, does even on a low, low grade stressors, which um, then uh, that's, then that, if that persists, oftentimes that can turn into like a stress eating and uh, the adrenal glands are releasing a hormone called cortisol, which increases the appetite. And that can also shift the body to store more fat. So when that's elevated uh, or too much of it, that's when it starts wreaking havoc. And some of the symptoms, there's a lot of different symptoms, but uh, a common symptom is, or a classic symptom is weight gain in the midsection and upper back oftentimes. And uh, that's, that's, Oftentimes where if someone is, you know, you're starting to see that, um, that's, that's where sort of the weight gain can kind of kind of show up. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm smiling in self-recognition there in terms of, uh, let's say, that middle, that middle body weight. Uh, uh, I know that my brother warned me, and you know this, of course, uh, uh, when you go into the first couple of years of being a parent or the first few months especially mm-hmm. of being a parent, uh, you know, packing on some extra weight, uh, you know, happens because of the stress, because of the fact that we're, um, you know, not eating as, as well. We're not as mindful of the things that we need to do take to take uh, good care of us and we avoid some of the simple things that we can do in terms of nutrition i know that this is a really important thing to you is identifying foods that can help in terms of stress uh, uh, the so-called functional foods uh, what are what are the ones uh, that come to mind as real functional foods that that people could take a big step towards eating healthier uh, by having as part of their their overall nutritional plan 
Well, I think that, you know, the foods are, you want to look at less processed foods to start. Um, so food that have are enzyme rich with fruits and vegetables are going to be much uh, easier to absorb in our body. Um, looking So first of all, looking at less processed is going to help. Uh, but one of the things that really can help with stress and is, is things that have like our adaptogens, um, which are known as substances that help the body and mind adapt to stress and a very popular herb. Um, so adding this in into, into um, when you're thinking of something that you're trying to try and help kickstart or bridge that gap if you're feeling stress is ashwagandha. Um, Purek has a sensory ashwagandha. It's Ayurvedic herb. Uh, that's got a high level of uh, bioactives and it works really well in helping the body adapt to stress. So that is really adding that. Uh, there's also um, things like uh, medicinal mushrooms and there's that can you can add in that also helps with um, immune modulating but also stress relief and uh, with uh, uh, Purica has got uh, what's called Purica. It's got Purica Complete 360, which has eight medicinal mushrooms and the Ayurvedic herb ashwagandha. And that is uh, comes in a really actually fun form called uh, Zensations, Universal Harmony as well, in the cacao mix. And you can put this either in like as a little espresso, or you can put it in oat milk. And those are kind of things that you, it's 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 really um, a great way of adding something in a in a fun way. Uh, I think the biggest thing when we're looking at making changes is the it can't be daunting. Uh, it has to be something that sort of you can add to your day, and it can be something that you can do easily. I find that oftentimes when we're making changes, you kind of have to make it as fail-proof as possible. Uh, I, so, I, I, I'm just going to jump in and say, like, it, 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 you talk about fail-safe, you talk about, you know, these basic foods. Uh, it, it's It's also how you consume them, right? I mean, it's not just nutrition, but it's the digestion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the digestion is, is huge because sometimes if we're on improving, in overall, just improving our digestion, and there's simple things, as, and this is talking about getting right back to basics, is chewing our food. If um, it starts in our mouth, uh, you know, the, en- uh, the enzyme amylase is secreted by the sa- sa- saliva glands, and that's where it starts. And oftentimes we're rushing and we don't chew our food. In fact, I went to a Living Foods Lifestyle uh, on Wigmore Institute in Puerto Rico, and one of the exercises we had was uh, we were all around and we, we had to chew. Uh, it was actually a, um, a cream soup, and we actually had to chew this uh, until we till this bell rang and it sounds sounds sort of funny but it just you had to chew it till it would completely liquefy and you and and in your mouth and it was really actually kind of almost this painful exercise because oftentimes we don't take the time to to chew our food and but it's such a it's such an important thing we can do to actually uh, be able to help our digestion on such a basic level uh, with our, with the food we eat. So even starting from that basic thing to change, if you're changing that and having uh, your water with your lemon in the morning, you're going to help your digestion right there. Of course, also the food you eat, uh, it's, it's, it's of course what you absor- absorb, but also what the food uh, how the food is grown, if it's grown in, you know, and it's organic, you're going to, without pesticides, those kind of things you want to look at, the quality of the foods, uh, that makes makes a big difference as well. And especially true of fruits and vegetables, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, fruits and vegetables. Uh, those are, you know, definitely looking at ways of, um, 
you know, just uh, or, organic as much as possible. That makes, you know, a big difference of looking at that for also for avoiding those pesticides that, that add to the toxic load, of course, as well. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Now, when you talk about uh, a digestion being as important as just your nutritional intake uh, in and of itself, uh, there's been so much work in recent years uh, in terms of uh, probiotics, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking care of the gut, taking care of the flora. Uh, and that's why fermented foods like kimchi and kombucha uh, are, are probably important to, for a lot of people to at least consider as part of their, 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 their diet or their, their, their plan towards uh, functional foods. No, absolutely. Having those fermented foods for the for the, helping with the gut uh, microbes are are really um, can be really really helpful. Of course, if it's if anyone's been on antibiotics in the past as well, uh, Purica's got a uh, it's called Probiotic Digest, and it's actually a seven day kind of kickstart. And you take one; it's a little vial that you take um, one every day, and it actually is a good kickstart to just help uh, just get the the gut. Uh, back, you know, back door, especially if you've had, um, you know, like I said, if you've been on antibiotics and any time in your life. So it's a, it's a good way of just getting that microflora back to, back, uh, back to, you know, in a good, healthy, healthy microbiome. We're talking to Tanya Ritko, a registered holistic nutritionist of Team Purica, uh, balancing your blood sugar. I know this is so important to you because it's one of the reasons you got into the industry uh, in the first place. Uh, give us the background, your personal background, but also let us know why is balancing your blood sugar so important in terms of our nutrition and our intake? Yeah, the balancing the blood sugar is so important. I, I mean, like I've, I've shared before that that was a big thing for me as, uh, you know, as a kid and growing up. And, and the reason that I did is I didn't, you know, realize I was definitely, a, a, you know, craving a lot of those sugars and, and um, uh, just having a lot of spikes and lows and affecting affecting my mood and things like that. So being able to balance that is so key Um uh, so a good way of, you know, they say even just even when you're eating, uh, try and stay away from those uh, refined, refined sugars. Um, and even when you're eating fruit, if you're doing a smoothie, blend your food as opposed to juice it because you want that fiber and that fiber intact is important for, for helping with the, um, you know, the blood sugars and things like that. Uh, it's okay with your, your greens, but especially when it comes to, comes to fruit, um, that helps. So, and, you know, the white sugars, um, of course, uh, are different, processed differently in the body than just natural, natural, like uh, fruits and things like that. Uh, they can, they give that short-term high that sparks that energy uh, that people often enjoy, that dopamine release. Um, so, and a lot of studies show how addictive it is, but uh, it becomes an issue when it gets out of control, of course, with our, just with our moods and things like that, that we see and just huge cravings. So getting those under control Sometimes that's a bit of an effort because, you know, it's especially when you're stressed and uh, it, it can be an easy default um, to go for those comfort foods because you do get that spike of energy. So if you are feeling low and kind of think you think, oh, geez, I just want a little pick me up, um, you know, it can be. But it's when it starts becoming something that, uh, you know, that's affecting affecting you more than you realize and you're getting those lows and highs, that's when it's like time to look at it. 
Now, it, you know, it, it occurs to me that if the digestion is is so important, uh, uh, it, and and also what kinds of sugars you're taking in, white sugar, of course, being a lot different than than natural sugars and the way it's processed uh, in in the body, is having fiber in your diet uh, that can lead to some balancing through regularity. Uh, uh, it, mm-hmm. Isn't that something that uh, you know the, the broccolis, the avocado, those kinds of things, having that yep. fiber is a real key to eating smart. Yeah, absolutely. And a good way of looking at what, um, you know, what goes in must come out. So uh, if we're, you know, assessing how regular, if we're eating, you know, three times a day and we're not with the washroom for like three days, you know, there's there's time to sort of look at, you know, what how much fiber are you taking into your diet? So you want to have regular, like as you said, the broccoli, avocado, beans, lentils, you know, berries, apples, things like that. Lots of um, you know, can help uh, help with the um, the sol- soluble fiber can slow the absorption of sugar, and that that can improve the the blood sugar levels. Uh, one of the things that is quite tasty, actually, and it's an easy way also to get into um, fiber if you need a little more is it pure fibrolicious, which is 100% pure chicory root, and it's quite a delicious fiber that you can take right off the spoon or you can put into your smoothies and one tablespoon is like nine nine grams of fiber so you can take um even kids that are like six you know six to 12 years old can take a half a tablespoon a day or if you're 12 or over just one tablespoon so it's something that could be added or taken right off the spoon so it's another thing to look at in a form of um if needing to up your you know fiber getting that through your food but if you need a little bit of help um it's a good it's a good way of going about it especially sometimes with kids kids can be finicky uh you know getting them to eat or getting certain things so it's a it's a yeah, it can be really helpful that way to add a little bit to get into their diet. Uh, and a lot of kids, uh, most kids, uh, in fact, you know, they're not necessarily schooled to read the labels, right? In terms of not what so what not they're so eating. And, and, and big kids like me also need to be schooled in terms of reading labels. I mean, when it comes to balancing blood sugar, yeah. that sugar intake obviously uh, is, is an important first consideration. Uh, how important is it to, to check out those labels and understand how many grams of sugar is is coming along for the ride so too because sometimes you know oftentimes we get sucked into the label in the front and we're like okay that looks really good uh you know it says it says this it says that it says organic it says it you know sometimes we don't um you know don't look at that label on the side panel. so it's really important to look take a look at how many grams of sugar if it has it's over nine grams of sugar you know like you know just like looking at that you start adding that up over the day how much sugar you have it actually is quite it can be quite, you know, startling how much sugar by the time you add what somebody's had something in the coffee, if they had this and that, like it can really add up. And then all that does, does have an overall impact. So just being aware of that, um, you know, making, taking a look at those labels and, and, and taking a look and being mindful, I think overall is, it can, it's all those small things. It doesn't have to be daunting. It doesn't mean you have to make all these changes all at once, of course. It's, but it's making those small changes, like I said, that cumulative and over time, small changes make, are, become big changes. We're talking to Tanya Ritko, registered holistic nutritionist uh, uh, with uh, Team Purica. Uh, we're talking eating smart, eating well, and eating fun, uh, which of course is the ideal best, you know, best case uh, scenario, best of both worlds. Uh, you know, it, it, 
as I listen to you, I, I, I get how important uh, nutrition uh, is. Uh, I know that you've said it's, it's probably 80, 85% of the health equation. Yes, exercise is so important, but uh, you can throw that all away without at least, um, you know, a, a, a sensible approach to, to eating. It doesn't mean that you can never have sugar. It just mm-hmm. means, you know, just don't go uh, out of control. Uh, what are some of the things in terms of, and you've talked about this often, is if your lifestyle is such that you're able mm-hmm. to sort of manage your stress a little bit, you're getting exercise, you're getting sleep, you're probably not going to be as vulnerable uh, to those those comfort foods, those those sugary snacks. Uh, uh, what what can we do, you know, outside of what we eat to make sure that our our stress is such that we're not sort of defaulting left, right, and center. Yeah, I think that the best thing is like uh, even even letting your blood sugar take a dive, you know, it, 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 that creates stress. So I think if you're balancing your blood sugar, making sure you're not waiting, uh, you know, to eat if you are stressed, like making sure you're eating is you know regularly healthy meals, but also just I think a big thing is uh, your plan of action when you have things already set up, um, doing your prep work before and you're thinking about an event as opposed to reacting to being, you know, hungry and just having things ready to go so that uh, you're replacing um, whether if you're, if it is something that you're, you know, sugar is an issue or then, then, you know, what are you doing to replace that? So you don't feel sometimes, I think the big thing in making changes that people have is that feeling deprived. So I think when you start feeling or replacing it with something that maybe if it's a certain fruit or doing something that isn't, uh, you know, something that's a healthier choice, instead of feeling like you're cutting something out, you're just replacing it. It's a lot easier to make those changes. So, uh, putting a plan of action, uh, to set, set up for success, I think is, um, is going to, you know, makes it makes a, a big thing and also setting some realistic goals of, of how you want to do it. And maybe you, you, you put a little action plan of like this, this week, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to make the difference of just having, um, a glass of water with lemon every day. I start my day with that. And then soon it's sort of, it's like a rippling effect. You start one thing, it's so much easier to do, do the next. It's just like working out. When you start working out or doing something, it, it, at first it seems kind of daunting, and then eventually you start getting stronger, and you start just, it, it becomes easier and easier, so it all just becomes a natural of what you do, and it's it's not even, it's not the same effort anymore as it was at first. So I think at first, like anything, things are an effort at first, and then after they become easier as we go along. Tanya, that makes so much sense. Really appreciate you sharing all this on the, the, the Triskili and the Pirica podcast. And I promise, I promise I will look <laughs> at the labels a lot more closely, okay? <laughs> okay, sounds great. You've been listening to Tanya Ritko, registered holistic nutritionist, industry veteran here on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. You've been listening to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.